Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 12 of Be With Me. We're going to uh, turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 in a moment. And here's where we've been, because chapter 3 kind of leads up to this point that he's going to make here today. And that is what we are supposed to be bold witnesses, not like uh, Moses did, which he, he kind of pulled his spiritual punch, if you will, and veiled himself from the glory of God. In chapter 3, he's really asking us to be to be bold witnesses. And why is that? Is it because we are sufficient? He asked that question at the end of chapter 2. And he says, oh, no, but God has made us totally capable. And uh, it's not that we're lucky to be on his team. It's just that he enables up and enables us, and he's the one that makes us competent to be ministers of a new uh, covenant. It's he that makes us commissions. So our sufficiency is not from our wonderful selves. Our sufficiency is from God. That's in uh, 3, 5, and 6. So he's made us the ones to be this lovely aroma of Christ. Remember the, the caramely molasses cookies that we talked about a couple of days ago? He's made this uh, made this, this attractive aroma of Christ. And then he's given us the privilege of taking that aroma and wafting it into the pointy part of uh, Christian decision-making or non-Christian decision-making. He says we get to be it, be that to the people that are perishing, what a privilege that is, and also to, pe- and to the people that are living, what a privilege that is. So right at the pointy end of spiritual conviction, he invites us to, to sort of work this this job that he has given us. So my prayer today, my goodness is, may I be a part of the veil removal of people as they smell this aroma, not because I'm a, a, a great example of this, but he's the one that's commissioned us and made me and us competent to be a servant of this message. So then we turn the page to chapter four. Here we go. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse one. Therefore, having this ministry... By the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it's veiled only to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So all the stuff from chapter three is pouring into chapter four by the word therefore, therefore, because all the things that we already talked about, this ministry, again, is not because of our great wonderfulness. The ministry is by the mercy of God. God is generating this ministry, ministry, and he's going to talk about tomorrow, in jars of clays and in people that are kind of insufficient, that he's made sufficient, he's made capable, he's made competent, he's made commissioned. And he says, don't lose heart. Remember all this stuff when? When times are tough, when when, uh, when the gospel gets distorted and we sort of have to defend the gospel. And he says, there's no underhanded 
uh, tricky stuff about our gospel. It's plain. It's truth. There's nothing to hide here. So don't throw rocks at me. Uh, I am trying to be a faithful witness. I'm commending this message to your conscience. Trust me, a young unbeliever type of person, you have enough business to do, not with me, the, the, the messenger of this message. You have business to do with your conscience, which I think is the the an, another way that the Holy Spirit is is working in you, conviction, um, convicting you of guilt. So keep the main thing, unbelievers, keep the main thing, main thing, which is God. And this, this veiledness is not going to be because of me. There's, we're not going to pull any spiritual punches. We're not going to veil it at all. You have enough trouble to worry about with the veil that is in the world, and that is Satan. So let's just talk about Satan just for a second. He apparently has this power of veiling. And he understands that, the, that this light of gospel isn't about human beings. He understands that the main thing is the main thing. And what is that? That it is Jesus. It's the glory of God. So that's what he is veiling. He's veiling uh, his, his arch enemy, which is this message about Christ. Okay, verse 5, that we are proclaiming him. So verse 5, he says, for what we proclaim, Paul is saying this, for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as servants. So again, we proclaim him, chapter 3 says, boldly, though insufficiently, but made sufficient by God in a competent way. He's the one that makes us competent. He's the one that makes us commissioned. He's the one that gives us the, the uh, a covenant. He's the one that gives us the message. And he's the one that gives us the, the capability to participate in this at the pointy end of people's spiritual uh, conviction. So we have, the, we have the aroma of Christ. And one of the great things about this is we're hundreds of podcasts in here. I... I challenge you and encourage you to listen to them all. But the, the, the point is, there's so much more to say about the Lord every time we turn the page. Isn't this so fun to get all these great messages from the Lord? So today, uh, let's let's take our, our privilege uh, honorably and carefully and, and just know our place in this. We're servants in this. He's the one that's made us capable and competent and commissioned to the new Uh, covenant. Praise be him. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.